Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you at, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Pits of Metal Chaos. This is yours, Dave. Special guest on the line, Jeff Young from Kings of Thrash. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Hola, amigos. How goes it? Nice to be here. So, Jeff, you did the Days of the Dead last uh, Saturday. How'd that go? Killer. There's a, some video made it online, so you guys can check it out. For playing on borrowed gear and borrowed time, the opening band stayed on for like ever, man. I was like, how many Metallica songs can we hear, people? Let's go. Let's yeah. go. So it came out great, man. No, I saw a video you guys did, uh, Train, of, Train of Consequences. Yeah, you saw that one. We liked that. Wow. That was, a, that was a surprise, uh, huh? We're doing some men's of Friedman era stuff all of a sudden, aren't we? I get that was a surpriser for the crowd, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a new guitar. It's a Menorick Inferno. People could Google it. It looks like it's a guitar set on fire. Yeah, I thought it sounds so amazing. It doesn't just look cool. The sound of it is incredible. Each flame is actually designed to resonate at a different frequency. It's really something to hear, to come hear it live in the room with that guitar. Yeah, I saw the pictures of it and I saw you playing it live. It looks, looks pretty <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> I know, right? Yes, yeah, so are you excited to be going on this tour now, starting uh, in Joliet, Illinois, at the Forge on the uh, 16th? Hells yeah, of course. This is, uh, we've worked really hard learning the songs, uh, mastering all the parts, and really tweaking our equipment. We've got all new gear for this tour, so we're pretty stoked about that. And uh, just want to give people a good old-fashioned heavy metal thrashing. Yeah, then you finished the tour in March March uh, 15th in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, right back where we just did it, the same venue uh, where we did Days of the Dead. We played, although we played in Purgatory, uh, we'll be downgraded to hell <laughs> next time we go back. So, uh, <laughs> looking forward to that. Then you're taking uh, Steve Zetro Souza's two kids band, uh, Hit You, with you guys. Pretty cool, huh? Yep. Yeah, the, the sons of the Exodus. Uh, yep. Parents. The young, so that's cool. young thrashers. I, I don't know how many people realize that they're the, the sons, but I think that's a pretty cool thing. And then getting out with this is going to be super cool. Yeah, I know the one son took over for vocals. Uh-huh. We love that. Yeah. I've seen a couple of videos. They're good. People got to come out early. Don't miss Hatred. Now, you guys played two Days of the Dead, one in uh, Schaumburg, Illinois, O'Hare around the O'Hare area, Days of the Dead in Illinois, then you played the one in Atlanta. So mm -hmm. you got to play for all those horror, horror fans, you know, that, that must have been awesome playing for all those horror movie fans. That's our crowd right there. We're doing songs like, uh, you know, Set the World to Fire, Skull Beneath the Skin, Wake Up Dead. You know, that's that's right up their alley, looking down the cross. So, and we got to meet some of the cool uh, 
up and coming, you know, newer horror stars like the Terrifier cast. They were sharing uh, our room with us. It was, it was a really big one here in Atlanta. They had the entire cast. Malcolm McDowell was also in our room. He's done a couple, uh, couple little movies there from Clockwork Orange to Cat People to American Satan. I got a beautiful picture with him. Pretty stoked about meeting him and. And we got a, the Kings of Thrash got a picture with the Terrifier. Or that's on our Instagram. We're pretty excited about that. <laughs> but that, that had to have been exciting. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, Jeff, let me rewind the clock with you and uh, ask you, how, how did you, what's your musical background? Oh, it's a long, sorted story, but I started viola in first grade and uh, played that for a bit but as many young kids kind of lost interest I wanted to play cello so my mom didn't want to help me cart that cello around she was probably wise on that note so first grader with a huge huge ash cello but uh, I gave that up but only to you know a couple years later when they came around the band instruments I picked up tenor saxophone which I played third to eighth grade and switched to baritone sax when they lost their sax gal uh, so I got to learn you know kind of how to read treble clef and bass clef when I switched over to baritone and having that basic knowledge I think really at a young age makes a difference in learning how to play pe- with people and sit in a groove and play dynamically and read music I think is really handy uh, and I discovered guitar kind of that same year I was playing baritone sax a buddy had a guitar and he said it was too damn hard to play I said well give me that thing and I'll show you so I started with Stairway to Heaven and More Than a Feeling and John Denver's Country Roads, one of my guitar teachers taught me and graduated on to Tommy Boland and Jimmy Page and Michael Shanker and on on and on. Like the Michael Shanker song, On and On. Dude, I was about to say that. <laughs> good you caught that reference. So. Good man, good on you. So what age did you start playing the guitar? Pardon? 14. 14. Yeah, and then never looked back. And how'd you get that first guitar? But, uh, pardon? How did you get that first guitar? I traded a buddy. He had, uh, I had a BB gun, a Daisy, the old Daisy BB gun. And like I said, he, he gave up the guitar. It was sitting in the back of his closet. It was probably like a $30, $40 guitar. And cheap Sears model, but it, it was good enough to start on. We traded BB gun for guitar. Yeah. Which is kind of some remember Ted Nugent on the front of that album with his <laughs> his guitar was a, a machine gun. So you can see the parallels there. Some kind of uh, serendipity. Weekend Warriors. Uh, exactly. So now, do you, do you remember the first song you ever learned on guitar? Stay away to heaven, more than a feeling. And uh, I remember I wrote some originals like right away. I, I kind of remember a couple of the riffs I wrote uh, like really early on. And one song was called UFO. I think that's funny. 
not because of the band. I don't even think I'd heard the band quite yet, but, uh, yeah. So what did your uh, mom and dad think about you becoming a guitar player? going to do music i always used to play dj in my bedroom they knew i was going to do something with music i think like all parents they don't want their kids going into sex drugs and rock and roll but i've tried to keep my nose pretty clean so hopefully they're looking down on me pretty proud uh, on this day especially when it's pretty hard to do anything in the music business anymore so i think we're out there giving it a good go with the kings of thrash yeah, the, you know, the scamdemic kind of killed killed stuff for uh, music. Yeah, but we encourage people not to uh, be scared and sit in your house playing video games and watching boring TV shows, but to get up and come on out. Yeah, rock, rock out. Yeah, if we're coming near your town, get some buddies and come on. Bring your Megadeth memorabilia albums. We'll sign it. We got VIP stuff. We do VIPs before every show. Uh, meet people, sign stuff, take pictures. We're even doing some record stores and maybe some clinics on this tour, just like how we did in the eighties, man. That's this is uh, this is fun for us. So, did you have fun playing on uh, "So Far So Good"? So what? Back in nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah, it was fun. It was fast and furious because I was brought in uh, really late in the recording. And, you know, I had just a short amount of time to either compose a quick solo or improv a quick solo. And then we were out on tour pretty quick. So it was, uh, you know, it's always great to jump into something and then you're all of a sudden playing arenas. What 20-year-old kids, you know, I was like in my mid-20s. 20-something-year-old kid wouldn't love that. Yeah, you're young and looking like uh, John Travolta, man. <laughs> I, that's what some say, yeah. Vinny Barbarino. Yeah, I was giving them the uh, Saturday Night Fever every <laughs> night of the week. <laughs> Fresh style. <laughs> yeah, that was one hell of a tour package, man, with, uh, you know, Warlock and Sanctuary. Also toured with Dio and Testament, and uh, did some dates with Iron Maiden on the Seventh Son of the Seventh Son tour, which was cool. Yeah, that had been awesome. So what? In, go ahead. In, what were you gonna say, Jeff? I said, indeed, it yep. was awesome. So what are you looking forward to the most out of this upcoming tour? Every single show, every single song. You know, you take it one note, one beat at a time, and you just try to do your best in every moment. And just, uh, this is a good book. This is a good bookend on our careers. We're having, we're having a fun time. And again, I'm looking forward to busting out some Stuff that isn't Megadeth. We're doing some music by some other bands. Even some original stuff might see the light of the day live sooner than later. 
Now, do you guys have plans to put out a full-length album in the future? Of course. This whole thing started with the idea of just doing an original EP of a few original songs Dave and I were working on. But it kind of transcended from there. And the fans wanted to hear these albums, so the fans are going to get to hear these albums in their entirety. So far, so good, so what? And Killing is my business. And business is good. Shredding will be our business. And business is going to be good. Now, how, how did the band name Kings of Thrash come about? A buddy of ours thought about it. We didn't uh, We didn't give it too much thought. We, oh, that sounds cool. So that's cooler than Kings of Leon. Let's go. <laughs> Killing in the name of... Now, when you get up there and play with Kings of Thrash, you have any favorite tunes to play live? Oh. The ones I don't make any mistakes in, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they're all fun in a different way. You know, each song, it's like its own... It's like you go to Disneyland or an amusement park. Each song is its different ride, you know, and going to the park you don't want to just do the same ride the whole time right and each ride has its own cool vibe and you're like and you think back on your day at disney you know, sometimes you think oh the haunted house was cool other times you you know you get where i'm going so yeah every single song every single night and we just try to uh ride the ride the ride so the wife wanted to say hello to, you. hello to you, Jeff. Well, hello. Hi, Jeff. My name is Tanya. Hi, Tanya. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Killing <laughs> in the name of... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So now, Jeff, what do you enjoy most about being a musician? Oh, just the fact that you can create something out of nothing like I mean the guitar's just sitting there staring at you daring you to do something you know musical you know even if you're playing metal you can make it sound beautiful and musical and uh, it's it's a endless journey it's like an endless Rubik's cube that can never be solved no matter how, no matter how good a million guitar players get there's still a million more things to be played and learned and there's only 12 notes but you can sure do a lot of things with those 12 notes Jeff I got a question what's up so, when you're on stage and you're playing how does it feel when you're on stage in front of a big audience Depends how tired you are. <laughs> Depends how much sleep you got the night before, but uh, you kind of, the idea is you kind of try to leave your body and not, not think about it. There's a little saying, if you think, you stink, that we musicians kind of go by. And you, you kind of just like try to, like when you're young, and maybe musicians in their 20s, they're about trying to maybe impress girls or... Yeah. Like show guys, look how fast I can play. Look how macho I am. But as you mature and you get more seasoned and a little more wise, hopefully, it's more about you realize that music is that like medicine. 
you know, like the Native Americans said, and you can actually heal people with music. You know, Bob Marley knew that. Many, you know, so what, at its best, what you're trying to do is get up there and you're more like a doctor of music or a, a therapist or, you know, doing a little magic, putting those notes out there off the stage to, you know, raise people's consciousness, make them feel better, make them forget their problems, make them, you know. I have something else. So, help I mean, a better word instead of make them maybe help them, coax them into maybe uh, experiencing uh, something that they never would if had they not come to your show. If they maybe just would have put the record on at home or just watch the concert on pay per view or something. It's different when you have music in a room and the frequency of sound that's invisible because you can't see the notes that are floating around in the room that are coming from every instrument. But when they all mesh together with the people, there's something magical that happens. You know, anyone who's been to a concert, you know, they can attest to that. Mr. Young, I want you yes. to know when you're on stage and the audience is out there jamming and stuff while you're jamming on stage, do you thrive off the energy that they beat you? You get an adrenaline rush? Yeah, of course. It's like it's like I said, it's a circle. Like we're drawing one half of the circle as we but the audience the audience has to draw the other half and this when you guys watch the whiskey show, our new DVD we're about to release on Cleopatra Records, it's easy to see how the audience and the band because the audience with this band, they're on the stage with us. They're stage diving. There's a mosh pit. You know, it's a whole thing. It's a you can see in that, and we just actually dropped the video on our YouTube today. Uh, go to Kings of Thrash and watch the Wake Up Dead video, and there it is. It's the audience and the band as one. You, you see them right there on the stage, stage diving. You know, moshing, and it's a beautiful thing to to see and be a part of. And I actually forgot about, it's been a while since I had someone stage dive and I was actually, I was turned around looking at the drummer and when I turned around and I bumped to some, I bumped into a guy and he wasn't in my band. I go, oh yeah, I forgot about this part. But it was killer, you know. <laughs> Who wouldn't love that? As long as everyone's respectful, you know, and everyone yeah. with our band, no one's getting up on stage being weird or they just get up there, maybe headbang and then they dive into the audience. That's cool, man. We we support that. But Jeff, one thing, I'm getting older in age. But yes, I look young. I act young. But I will not mosh pit again ever. Yeah, well, that's totally understandable. I just headbang. But people can still come to the back of the venue. Yeah. And uh, they're like when we played the whiskey, there was an upstairs. So if people didn't want to mosh, they go upstairs, and there's some booths in the back, and. You know, usually every venue, there's only a small area where people are actually moshing. The rest, you can just stand and enjoy. The one where Lemmy played? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Rest in peace, Lemmy. Oh, my God. I can't believe he died. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. He was a cool guy. Very I think cool there's guy. a conspiracy behind his death. Well, you never know, but he was he was getting up there, and yeah. some of some of these rock stars live kind of a hard life, you know. Yeah, I understand. Okay, Dave, continue. We made sure we made sure David and I to keep our noses clean so we could keep touring for a long time. 
<laughs> Write some more songs for you guys. No, Jeff, is there anything that you don't like about being a musician? <laughs> Plane flights. Dealing with the airports, but uh, that's pretty, that's pretty, and not getting enough sleep because, you know, the weirdest thing is like when you play a set, especially music this fast, then you come off stage, it's about time to go to bed, but your adrenaline's going really fast. <laughs> so, you know, I think that's why some people start getting into drugs and maybe doing sleeping pills because they're all excited when they get off stage and they need to get sleep. But we don't have that luxury because we're all, you know, sober. So we just, uh, you know, you come off stage, you try to say goodnight to the fans and calm down, get some good sleep. And hopefully the bus is not too cold and, you, and not too bumpy. And uh, the other thing is, you know, sometimes the weather you know, guitars might go out of tune. Guitars perfectly in tune right before you go on stage, and or you know the you get sometimes in certain venues weird like Mexican radio frequency ground hums and weird stuff like that. But other than those little things that we're we're used to working around, it's pretty good life, my man. I bet it is. So, what kind of amp are you playing out of, Jeff? Right now, I got a Friedman kind of a custom amp and a EVH, Eddie Van Halen uh, stuff. The Friedman has EL34s, the Van Halen has 6L6s. And I got a real simple pedal board. I use two Richie Cotson. Uh, they're called the, it's the R5 Fly Rig. And I use it like when I fly to do things like Days of the Dead, the RK5, right? Fly Rig hook two together and it's got built in it's a, fits in my laptop bag both of them fit in my laptop bag it's got delay reverb buzz compressor leslie speaker a built-in sans amp it's, it's pretty cool pretty clean that yeah, sounds real cool and i got a few different guitars deans minarek what else i got a uh, reverend those are the three brands i'm using right now dean Minrick and Reverend. Yeah, you're sponsored by all of them, right? No, Triple X. Yeah, Triple X, another great guy. I have a kind of copy off my Tom Anderson from the So Far So Good So What tour. Great luthier down in Florida, Triple X guitar work. So, four different makers of guitars on this tour. Ooh, ooh, I gotta interrupt. I got a Flying V Dean Peace Cells guitar. Killer. Yeah, it, it, I only got it for $200. Brand new. That's amazing. Chaz is going to be playing two. Uh, he's going to be playing two uh, Flying Vs on this tour. So one's white, like real pretty white one, and a black one. It's good. Black and white, man. Tom Hurst's orange. Nice. Tom orange. Now, what kind of guitar picks do you use? Oh, he's Dunlop. That's what I use. Yellow, yellow Tortex right now. I know Elson's using the green Tortex for those heavy bass strings. I use the black Dunlops. There you go. Dunlop yeah. makes big stuff. That you and Chaz are using the same kind of picks, right? Yeah. We'll throw plenty out to you guys on tour. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see you. Yeah. Well, come on down to the show, people. Madison. We'll see you in Madison. 
Right on. Well, thanks for talking with me, folks. I got to go do the uh, guitar practicing thing and run the show. Thank you My so much, Doctor. There were two weeks out, so I'm going to run the show every day, run every song every day, and go through all the little parts, make sure we got everything perfect. I'm rehearsing with uh, Chaz and Fred tomorrow, and uh, we like to rehearse the three of us to get really tight. David lives in Arizona. So he flies at the end, and he's been playing these songs so many years, he just walks in and straps on his bass and throws down. So come on out, folks. Check kingsofthrash.com for our, our tour dates and all the brand-new video stuff is on our YouTube channel. We got Instagram. We got a little teaser of an original on our TikTok. We're on all the social media stuff, and I got a... Her instrumental album at jeffyoungmusic.live if you want to check out i got three songs released so far I'll just keep putting up one song at a time there on my band camp until i got an album and then i'll put that sucker out how's that sound that sounds awesome jeff jeff i got one question how old are you how old am i yeah i'm 60 how do you like that you're that's not. Beautiful. You're not sixty. No way. When you that's the you lead a clean life, keep your nose clean, and uh, you can look young, long to old age. Young. But if you live like a rock star, then you're gonna look like the crib keeper. You're beautiful. You you look young. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I do what I can. I gotta live up to my last name, you know, and all that. Yeah. See you guys have a great day. We'll catch you on the flip side. In Ma is it Madison you're coming to? Yeah. Yes, we're coming to Madison. We're taking a train up there. Arju, right, text me your name, and we'll uh, we'll make sure you got on the guest list in a whole bit. Cool? Fuck yeah. All right, Jeff. You have a good uh, rehearsal tonight. Bye. Great. Get the word out, and uh, we'll see you. Tell all your friends. We'll see you yeah, on tour, people. Awesome. Thanks again, Jeff. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye.